Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Roleplay Retcon does not own any part of the original versions of the movies we retcon, nor are we associated in any way with the artist who made them. Also, while we are not the rowdiest bunch, we are adults goofing off, so we might say some things that some people might not want their kids to hear. Previously on Roleplay Retcon does Twilight. Bradley, it's Jacob. Where did you run him off to? You made him cry. Where did he go? He just left his car here? You don't think... You don't think Finch got him? Charlie, you notice that you're not going the normal way to the hospital. Charlie, I... I told you she was going to need to see a specialist. I tried everything that I could, Charlie, but... She's just not going to be the same. We have not had nearly enough ass-kicking. We've been focusing so much on our current issue of love and relationships are hard. Not a whole lot on our impending issues. Vampires are real. So, uh, Edward has the power of hypnosis, which is a classic vampire power. Um, So you may have noticed that all of his victims look like they just kind of laid down and went to sleep. So that's part of his hypnosis abilities. Hey, Estella. What's that thing about vampires and stakes? And he decides that this is a good time to jet before he completely loses. So he um, very, very quickly, almost imperceptibly quickly, speeds through the door uh, and the door slams behind him. And he is gone. has just left to make you guys some coffee. You are watching over Madge? Right? Yeah. Um, I was thinking like I could like kind of stand up and just like have a moment with her. Okay. Is there anything you would like to say to her? Um. No. No. I was just gonna um just kind of like brush the hair off of her forehead and just like give it a little kiss. Like on her mouth? No, on her forehead. Oh, okay. All right. So you brush the hair off of her forehead uh, in her intense pain and turmoil. She perspired a lot. Um, so <laughs> you, you, you kind of brush that away. Also, brush the the sweat off of her brow, and you you lean forward and give her a little kiss on her forehead. What what's the temperature here? She feels very cold. She does. She feels she very feels cold. Very cold. Yes. So you reach down and um, you you touch her hand, and as you're touching her hand, her hand also feels very cold, and it suddenly grips your hand mm. very tightly. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, it's just me. 
Madge? Her eyes shoot open and, and, and start darting wildly from side to side. She's still gripped tightly around your hand. Oh, I want to like wave my hand over her eyes and like, and like snap my fingers and go, Hey, 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 you're all right. Okay. So, um, while she, while her eyes are darting around you, you wave your hand in front of her eyes and, um, she locks onto them like, Kind of like a cat looking at um, at one of those little toys that you like dangle in front of their face. Uh, okay. Uh, I I want to be like Doc, Doc. Hey, Doc. Her eyes shoot to your face and lock on, and um, it doesn't seem like the eyes of of the madge that you know. She seems maybe feverish or maybe hallucinatory or something. Hey, hey, it's okay. We're in a we're in a Dr. Cullen's house. You know, the the coroner. The, uh, you all right? How do you feel, Madge? She lets out a growl from deep inside of her chest. You know when when two cats meet each other for the first time and they do not like each other one little bit. It sounds very much like that. I'm trying to, like, yank my hand out of her hand now. All right, let's roll for physique. This will be Ben's first roll of the of this session. Looks like it's a natural negative one with a... With no no modifier whatsoever. <laughs> All right. Well, she very easily overcomes that. She very easily overcomes that. She grips harder. Um, it it is hurting, and she uh, she looks at you with Madge. Madge, you're hurting me. You can't really tell the kind of look that she's giving you. It's almost wild. It's almost inhuman. Doc. Doc, weird stuff's happening. All right, at that moment, um, Dr. Carlisle Cullen throws open the door and looks at her and then looks at you and says, We gotta get you out of here, Charlie. Uh, okay. Um, I would love to, but, uh, she's got a real death grip on me. Her eyes dart over at the door to where, uh, Carlisle is standing and she lets out a very loud growl and she leaps over to the door. Whoa, Madge! Whoa, whoa, whoa! Uh, she lets go of you and seems to pay no attention toward you. She, um, she, she's hunched over in a very threatening, intimidating stance between you and, and Carlisle. Carlisle kind of puts up his hands and says, it's okay, Madge. Hey, hey, it's okay. We're all friends here. Everything's going to be okay. She does not seem to be taking very well to this. Okay, uh, is, is her back to me? Yes, her back is to you, and she seems to be uh, physically threatening uh, Carlisle. Um, okay, I'm going to try to, like use one of my like police moves to just kind of like 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 get up behind her and like like bear hug her or something you know to like get her arms down to her sides sure okay uh give me a physique roll it's not still not gonna be good 
I forgot that I was playing as David Harbour, a mountain of a man. But I... Just two. Alright. Um, so you, uh, kind of jump on her back and try and, and pin her arms to her side. And it seems to work, uh, temporarily. But it sends her into a little bit of a frenzy. Uh, she starts thrashing and growling, and Carlisle says, Okay, Charlie, you really have to get out of here. Uh, I, ca- I can't have you here right now. Let's go. Let's go. I need you to let her go and get behind me. But I've got her, right? <laughs> You've got her. Yeah, sure, you got uh, her. For the moment. Right now. I, for the moment. I just want to, like, maybe, like, kind of, like, say quietly in her ear. I kind of want to be like, Hey, hey, don't, don't hurt anyone, Okay. Do it for me. Calm down for me. Let's do rapport. Roll for rapport. So that's a... I got a three. Uh, she got a five in rapport, or in will, so she is immune to your rapport. Um, so for just a, a second, it seems as if she is starting to come to her senses, but then she lets out a shriek. She's going to try and throw you off. Uh, go ahead and roll physique again. Uh, that's a zero. All right, so she does. She, um, she flings you off of her, and you fall, and you're going to, uh, hit your head on the baseboard of the bed, so you're going to take one hit of physical stress. And then at this point, Carlisle is going to try to, um, subdue her and help you escape. Alright, so um, he is trying to grapple her right now. It does seem that he has her pretty temporarily grappled. And he is going to look at you and say, Charlie, you need to leave the house right now. Just go outside. Lock the door behind you. I, I'm going to be pretty stubborn here. I'm, I'm not going to maybe apprehend her, but I'll say like, look, I'll stand back if you want, but I'm I'm not going to leave. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like this anymore, Doc. I want to know what's going on. Does she got rabies or something? For just a split second, Carlisle is utterly confused. It just looks at you with a face that's just like, rabies? What? And then recognition sets in, and he is horrified. He says, oh my god, Charlie, you have no idea what's going on, do you? That's correct. Um, Alright, uh, well, let's talk about it later. Maybe, maybe let's talk about it later. But right now, let's, let's keep you safe, okay? And he is trying to grapple <laughs> with her while trying to communicate with you. And she is bucking like a freaking bull. Does, does Carlisle have, uh, keep Charlie safe as an aspect? <laughs> <laughs> he sure does not. Oh. He sure does not. From, from... Charlie's perspective, like, this doctor should not be the one, like, physically restraining this person. The police chief should be. And so, like, that's why I'm definitely like, no, I'm not just gonna leave. You need help. (laughs) Okay, so, to this point, I'm gonna flash my badge. Oh! You are going to flash your badge. Tell me what you're doing specifically. Okay, here. I, I'm gonna say no, no. Look, I get that you're you're you you're very good at your job, but I'm the 
goddamn police chief and i'm i'm saying you're gonna let me help you if if we need to stay here and not go to the hospital i trust you but no i'm gonna help you with this problem and you're gonna tell me what's going on uh and and so i want to like walk over and like help him restrain madge all right so to flash your badge that requires a rapport roll so go ahead and do that first he is going to contest that with a will and don't forget, with your skill uh, to rapport, whoops, I didn't mean to click that, you get a plus, an additional plus two. Okay, so that's, uh, I got a one. One. Okay, well, uh, yeah, that'll do it. Um, and then you are also wanting to help restrain her, so also give a physique. Um, I also, yeah, I'm going to do that, but... um. Just as a like flavor here, I want to like reach down to where my handcuffs would be, and they are not there because I used both pairs. All right, so you reach down to your to where your handcuffs are. You realize that you have cuffed a couple of teenagers in your house with them, and then you go, "Ah, <laughs> oh, shoot!" Yeah, and I got a negative three on my physique roll. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, luckily for you, Carlisle seems to have it covered. Um, I don't think that there's any kind of assist in fake core. Not that I can see on my cheat sheet here. For our purposes, I'm going to say that you help him a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, thanks. Oh, yeah. No, no. Like, I'm, I'm not. She doesn't, like, punch me in the face. But I'm just, I think I'm helping, but I'm not at all. Yeah. <laughs> so you won the rapport role against Carlisle flashing your badge. And you demanded to be able to stay in the room and also to know what the Friggle Frack was happening here. And um, Carlisle nods slowly and says, you're right. You you deserve to know the truth just as much as anybody. Um, Madge is a vampire now. <laughs> So he just stares at, at him for a second and go, so it's not rabies. It's not rabies. <laughs> no, it's not rabies. Okay. For the record, hey. I am also a vampire. Let me, okay, okay. Let me make, let me make a, let me pitch something to you, GM. Please do. Um, I, I'm a like lifelong detective here. Um, I'd like to do a role just to see if this final piece of information lets me put all of it together. Lore. Yeah. Well, good, because I was getting real mad. I never got to do my lore rolls, which I get a plus three in. <laughs> uh, that's a... No, 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 no. I get a plus three. Uh, that's a one, though. That's a one, though. The mountain of evidence is so... There... <laughs> that yeah this was kind of the the final piece that that clicks into the puzzle for you with all of the deaths with all of the unexplained things with the way that madge is acting the way that estella was acting when she was in your custody yeah okay everything suddenly makes sense vampires are real what but our children
my god. Oh my god. You're one. And and Edward Finch is one. And your daughter is one. Oh my god. All those times, all those times I put her in the drunk tank. She could have she could have thrown me a, a mile away. She didn't do anything. We're not bad people. We can't help that we were turned in, into this, but we're not bad people. Some of us, well, some of them might be, but we would never hurt you. Right now, though, I need to keep you safe, okay? And you're not safe here. I'm going to trust you, Doc. I think you, I think I'm kind of out of my element here. What, what do you want me to do? I just need you to go outside. I just need you to go outside. Bradley, I am mentally stressed. You look mentally stressed. Here, come come lay down on the on the couch. I have a one, a minus one in my mental. It's really getting to me. Believe me, I've been there. Yeah. I mean, well, we're teenagers. I know, right? We've had these. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I might I might need to just sit down. For a moment, are you okay? I'm, I'm, I'm super duper. Apart from my favorite bat um, being broken, and now in the back of some vampire who is running uh, far away. Uh, to that point, I want to go to the kitchen and grab a chair and then put it under the door handle. I'm sorry, Bradley. I'll, I'll buy you a new baseball bat. It's all right. It's just a baseball bat. It, but it was your favorite one. It was my favorite baseball bat, and I'll I'll find a new favorite baseball bat. You're my favorite baseball bat. <laughs> you were so brave. <laughs> but you should have left. I mean, you're probably <sighs> right. But you know, a, a, sa- a saved a saved your butt a, a bit a touch. Yep. Just a touch. You guys are real dang cute. You're real dang cute. But I, I would like to remind... Thanks, God. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. God doesn't hate vampires anymore. We did it. We did it. We did it. <laughs> Crucifixes right, for everyone. I would, like, I would like to remind you guys that the vampire's not dead. Yeah, but he ran away like a punk. So maybe we can have a moment to chill. Yes, go, totally chill. Do it. Go for it, guys. We don't have to deal with that till breaking dawn or whatever. The second one is. <laughs> well, mm. <laughs> <laughs> what is the second one? Is it breaking dawn? It's got. That's the fourth one. It's like it? apples, isn't it? They're apples. Is New Moon the second one? Apples. New Moon. New Moon is the second one. Okay. You say apples. <laughs> there are it's apples. All, it's, on there's the always apples. Yeah. yeah. There's there's apples. It's the whole Adam and Eve thing. Um. So. Bradley, where do you think he went? Do you know where your friend Jacob is? No idea. Do you think he'd go after Jacob? Maybe maybe we should call Carlisle. Definitely call Carlisle. That is a good Yeah, we should let's do that. Good plan. 
Can you bring bring me my phone, or can can you dial Carlisle? Yeah, where did you leave it? Uh, it's in my jacket. It's in your jacket. It, I'm gonna go get your, your jacket. Butt. My butt. I'm gonna check up your butt. Turn Do over. You wish? <laughs> I'm sorry. Damn it, Bradley! Stop it! Just it's in my. I can't. Jacket. God made me do it. <laughs> God. God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, I go. I go find the jacket. All right, you go find the Do jacket. I need to roll for it. Phone, you bring it back. No, nah, you're good. Okay, roll for it. I got a negative one. It's a leather one. jacket. You, you did it. Good job. You I found, found the, the jacket. jacket. <laughs> Can he? Is he able to dial for Carlisle? The speed. Roll for it. The roll speed for it. Dial. Roll for dialing. It's speed dial number one. I got a zero. Mm, yeah, you <laughs> do, do it. it. You roll it. Oh, cool. You did it. Good job. I get to talk to Carlisle. You... <laughs> Beep boop. Beep boop, beep boop, beep boop. <laughs> Hello, this is Carlisle. Right. <laughs> God damn it, no, it's not Alex. You're not Carlisle. Can we just have a moment of Alex speaking to Alex, though? Go ahead, Alex. Right. Speak to Alex. Hello. Hey, For the fans. Carlisle, it's, it's, it's Bradley Swan. Yes, I know Bradley Swan. You're the swan boy. I know, I'm the swan boy. I'm here with your daughter. <laughs> Stella, we just got attacked by a vampire. A vampire, you say? Yes, a vampire. I can't believe it. I will be right. I will tell your father about it. Thank you, Carlisle. <laughs> Bradley, do I need to do I need to speak to Carlisle? I do let Estella talk to Carlisle. All right. Well, unfortunately <laughs> for both of you, <laughs> no. none of that happened because you reached his voicemail. Uh. <laughs> oh no! And then he's psych. Psych. So good. Psych. This, psych. This, is, this is my prank voicemail. I can't do Christopher Lee. I just do <laughs> Steve, Stephen Wright when I try to do Christopher Lee. Apparently, I I, are I you yell. Leave a voicemail, or I leave him a nice voicemail about how there are vampires attacking us and that we might need his help. All right, good deal. You do that thing. How far along in this did you think we'd be at this point, Jensie? <laughs> it doesn't matter. We're doing great. Okay, <laughs> we're doing great. Oh, Lord have mercy. All right, you leave a voicemail. I, uh, I, I turn off the phone and I hand it to Estella. Voicemail. Piers, he's uh, he's busy. All right, Estella. So, for your information, Carlisle 100% of the time always, always, always answers when you call. He has never missed your call before, Estella. This is unusual. This is unusual, Bradley. Oh, yes. no. Yes. We must go to my house. Whose car is here? Whose car do we have? We've got the pacemaker. Oh, God. The pacemaker. <laughs> It'll take us so long to get there. Am I recovered enough to do really fast? Am I recovered enough to do fast, slow running through the woods? Yeah, sure, totes. Bradley, get on my back. We're going. But I, with the pacemaker. I s get get on my back. We're going. Oh, We're going to my house. There's something wrong. Fine. But didn't your dad go to the Stan's Shrimp Shack to meet with my dad? I don't think they're there anymore. I feel a disturbance. <laughs> I'm going to allow it. I'm gonna let it happen. Estella knows her dad pretty well. Sure, why not? Is Bradley still wearing like all of his baseball yes. gear? And does he still yes. do, do you do you still have your steel bat? I do. I do have. I have like two or three more bats in my bag. 
Yeah. And your ball bag. And my ball bag. <laughs> my bag of balls. All right. Giddy up. Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. So you are booking it. You're booking it to the house. You show up and you see Charlie waiting outside in front of your house. Oh, God. He sees us warm up with me on Stella's back. Yes, Charlie, you see this happening. Estella has just appeared with your son on her back. I think, I, I think I've had time to think now to the point that... um. I'm not just shocked by this. Um, it actually makes me smile. Um, and then Charlie laughs. He laughs and he laughs and he laughs and he finally lets go of like all this stress and all of this like anger. And Aww. he just thinks that this is very funny to see his son on his girl, like superhero girlfriend's back, clad head to toe, in uh, in in his in his baseball stuff, and he's like, "Hey guys, uh, I guess you got out of the handcuffs, huh?" Uh, <laughs> yeah, Charlie. What's Charlie? What what uh, what are you doing here? What's what's going on? Yeah, she didn't run all the way here with me on her back. That didn't. Well, happen. um. Your dad invited me in. I guess. Oh, you don't, they of, don't have to do that. Y- yeah. <laughs> I I didn't know that. Now I do. Wait. Um. You didn't know what? Well, turns out, turns out, uh, vampires are real, and now Madge might be one. Oh damn! Oh my god, we we need to go inside. Oh okay. Well, your dad specifically. Okay. Said not to uh, do that. I, I, I'm gonna go inside. I oh my gosh, there's there's so much happening. Uh, I, I'm gonna go inside. You you guys just 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 stay here. Just stay here. We'll stay out. It's probably inside. it's probably safer out here for you right now. I'm gonna go inside and talk to Carlisle. And oh my gosh, there's so much going on with Madge right now. Okay, just just stay out here. All right, all right. Okay, hang out here with me, Brad. Uh, Lee? sure, Charlie. <laughs> okay, so Estella, you uh, you rush inside. You know exactly where to find them, and you can hear a whole lot of thoughts going from in there. Carlisle is so excited to see you. Thank God you're here, Estella. Please help me restrain her, please. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can help. Um, what, what, what happened? And I'm going over and helping restrain Madge, and she's just like, blah. Yeah, that's exactly what she's like. Um, <laughs> Carlisle, uh, go ahead and while we're doing this roll of fizzy crawl, Carlisle explains to you, Edward got to her. I tried so hard. I got there too late. She had already lost so much blood. If I had tried to suck the the venom out of her, I, she would have died. There was nothing I could do, Estella. Uh, it's, it's okay, Carlisle. I... It... it if you couldn't do it, nobody could do it. I I understand. Um, she's 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 very confused. She's very confused right now. She doesn't know what's going on, and she's obviously very hungry. Yes, yes, she's she's ravenous, and and she thinks that Charlie is her 
pray or something? Look, Estella, this this isn't at all like what happened with you. I I think that there's something wrong with Edward's venom or he tainted her mind or goddamn it. Taint. Taint. <laughs> he the taint. He, <laughs> he he poisoned God my mind damn it, or something. Carlisle. I I don't really. I'm so sorry. I've warned you I mean, against I, this word. That's so sorry. It's 2019. <laughs> you can't use this word. He he poisoned her mind or something. I I have no idea. No, but, I you know, know. All we have to do is right now. We we just need to to get her restrained. Um, try and chains. There are chains in the in the garage. Go get them. Yes, but Carlisle, I've I, I need to tell you that Edward Finch is somewhere and he touched my taint as well. <laughs> and God. You're fired. <laughs> this is this is what happened the last episode. Estella, uh, you're fired. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I wanted to say Carlisle. I Edward Finch he got away from us and he he did something to me where I I couldn't react very well I was almost put to sleep so uh, there's there's something very weird going on with Finch's superpowers I don't know but you said there's chains I don't know if chains will help uh, I want like just like let's intercut this by like just flashing outside for a second and it's like really quiet outside there's just like some birds chirping and uh like bradley and uh charlie aren't really talking or anything and charlie goes i think mads tried to eat me (laughs) has estella tried to eat you (laughs) no 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 okay well then well then maybe it'll be okay and then and then and then cut back in on that. <laughs> Estella is heading to get the chains. All right, uh, Estella goes to get the chains. They are made out of silver, specifically for the purpose of strapping up vampires. I know silver isn't a vampire thing normally, but it is in nope, this situation. It is, though. So we're gonna roll with it. It is though. Okay, cool. <coughs> it is then. Awesome. They're allergic to it. They kind of it kind of burns them, kind of like. Uh huh. Like in what they do in the shadow, what we do in the shadows, he can't like wear the wear the the amulet for long. It's because they thought that silver was kind of a pure element, and since vampires oh, are on, do you know that's why that's why they can't see their reflection in mirrors, because mirrors used to have silver backing. Oh, nice, good lore roll there, Ben. Estella runs and grabs the um the chains. Uh, Estella, you see that they are in kind of a. Kind of a sack. You bring it back to Carlisle and he says, Okay, look, uh, this is going to be a little bit uncomfortable for us for a minute, but it's really important that Maz just... It's really important that she just calms down. She's not herself right now. We, we need to make sure that she doesn't hurt anyone or herself. So help me wrap this around her. Um, you're each going... Uh, go ahead and roll a physique for me, Estella. Physique roll. Uh, I have a two. Okay, cool. So it's slightly uncomfortable, but it doesn't hurt you or anything. Um, you can tell that that you don't love it. Um, and Madge doesn't love it either when you start wrapping it around her. But uh, you you two manage to get it ba- get her bound tightly in it, and um, you you lock it up. And 
Carlisle goes, okay, so now that that's taken care of, what were you saying about Edward? Edward Finch, he came for us. He was at the Swan's residence, and, uh, I, I don't, I don't know, we, we kind of had it out, and he just, he, he got away. Um, Bradley put his broken baseball bat in his back, but he ran, and, and I couldn't catch up with him because he hypnotized me, if you will. Oh, Estella. Oh, I'm so glad you're okay. You are okay, right? Yeah, I, I'm fine. I'm just... I don't know where he went. I, I can't hear him right now. Um, we need to get... We need to get the humans back inside. Okay? You go do that first. And then we will powwow and readdress the situation. Alright, I like a good powwow. Okay, I'm gonna go get them. Doop, 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 doop. You guys go to the back room. <laughs> um, Carlisle is, is sitting on the floor next to Madge. And he smiles warmly up at you too when you come in. Um, Bradley, have you met Carlisle? I don't think so. All right, Carlisle stands when you guys enter, and he gracefully walks over to you and extends a, a long, slender hand. He's got a very warm smile on his face, and he says, "Bradley, it's so nice to meet you. I'm Carlisle." Mister Cullen, how are? How are you doing? You got a a baller house here. Oh, <laughs> thank you so much, Bradley. You're so you're so nice. Such a good gentleman. I'm doing great, thank you. <laughs> I'm I'm sure you've been better though. Yeah, you know. It's been a it's been a day. Yeah. He glances up at Charlie and then glances over at Madge. You can see that Madge is Pretty subdued at this point, but her eyes are still darting wildly. Oh, we're we're uh, in the room with the match, huh? We are in the room with the match. We're in the room where it is happening right now. (laughs) Where it is happening right now, and she's she's snarling up at you all. I want. There's some more snarling there for you. We're not as good at that. Growl. Growl. (laughs) I. I want Bradley yeah. to take a physical step back away from Madge. Bradley, when you take a step step back, Madge locks eyes on you. Nope. There it goes. There it goes. I take another step back. She watches you carefully. And then her eyes dart up to Charlie and they don't leave his face. Alright. Um I am so sorry that you all had to be included in this. We we thought genuinely that we had run Finch off for good the last time, but it seems that Bradley's reappearance has brought him back into the scene. Not that it's your fault, of course, Bradley. You're more than welcome to be wherever you want to be. You shouldn't have to fear for your life while you're at it. And he chuckles a little bit. Like, what's up with that? Like, do I have magic blood or something? Um, you, I don't, you, you you know, you probably don't have mag, I don't mean to insult you, but you probably don't have magic blood. Uh, He's this white whale, right? So, um. Did you just call me a whale? (laughs) He's this Moby Dick, right? Did you just call me a dick? Um, (laughs) Carlisle just kind of chuckles a little bit and says, Bradley, you're a senior and you. Never Did you just call me matter. a senior? 
<laughs> All right, Bradley. L- let me let me put this to you straight. Did you just call me straight? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, we got our Glad Award. We did it. <laughs> All right, good job, friends. Boop, boop. I I am I'm done with the goof. The goof okay, stops cool. here. So, Carlisle explains to you that when Edward chose you for his next prey and we saved you from him, he he took it as a as a very personal challenge and um it seems that he hasn't stopped hunting you all these years. But don't worry, because you've got two vampires on your side now, as well as a very capable police chief, if I do say so myself. Um, So, um, Estella, I trust your judgment. What do you think is our next move? I think we need to stay here. I'm not sure if Finch knows where we are. This is going to be the best place for us to be. Finch is, is clearly very good at tracking. He knew exactly when Bradley came back into town. He he must have a nose for it or something. So by having Bradley and Charlie here, I'm sure it's only a matter of time. And I'm sure that he will very much want to be reacquainted with his new... Well, and he gestures toward Madge. Well, where do you think we should go? Carlisle thinks for a second and then says, I think you're right. I think it is only a matter of time until he shows up here. It would be foolish to try to find him. Um, I think it's best to ambush him. Let's set up up camp and, and try and... And, and figure out his next move. Estella, can you not read his thoughts? Um, it, it seems like he's too far away right now. Or maybe should I do a roll for this? Yeah, go ahead, do a roll for it. Notice. Meh, I'm gonna get a zero. Carlisle... Nods a little bit. He might have some kind of camouflage capabilities. So far, he's done pretty well at, at striking at people that we care about. Where's Jacob? I'm sorry, who? Jacob. He's a he's a he's a boy um, that we met at the coffee shop. Is he someone who's close to you? Bradley made him cry. I did. I did make him cry. A little bit. But it was to protect him. Hmm. <laughs> Charlie goes, I get it. Okay. Well, um, he might try and strike at Jacob next then. Uh, where is Jacob from? Where does he live? I don't know. Well, where would he go? I don't know. I do know where he worked. Apparently, he said he didn't work there anymore, though. But maybe they know where he lives. Okay. All right. This is a good start. 
Uh, while you guys are talking, uh, you hear the doorbell ring, and Carlisle's ears perk up. Madge starts thrashing a little bit. Carlisle looks at you, Estella, and says, who is it? Notice roll. <laughs> Poor Haley. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to know. <laughs> and then minus one. Minus one. Uh, that's actually good. Yeah, uh, you don't hear anything. Carlisle says, okay, I need you all to stay here. We will stay here, and I pull a baseball bat out of my bag. I want to, I want to like put a hand on his shoulder and say, "You're sure?" Yes, I'm sure. I want to take a baseball no, bat out no, of my sorry. bag. No, sorry, on Carlisle, on Carlisle's shoulder. <laughs> um, Carlisle puts his hand on your hand and nods, and then walks away. Uh, after a few seconds, you hear Carlisle yell out, uh, "Bradley, come here, please." Oh, oh, okay. And I go there. Alright, Bradley, you walk to the front door and you see a very handsome teenage boy standing at the door. He is tall and slender with long black hair and you immediately recognize him as the cute boy who you accidentally made cry previously. He's kind of looking inside with a glazed look in his eyes, and he is um, holding what appears to be a silver knife up to Carlisle. Uh, Bradley, is, uh, is this the boy you made cry? That might be the boy that I made cry. Jacob? Jacob. Jacob. Slow, slowly looks over at you. And he doesn't say anything. Jacob, you should put you should put the knife down. Jacob. I want you to roll rapport. That is a five. He looks at you and his cloudy eyes start to clear a little bit. And he gets a pained look on his face. And he says, Bradley... Bradley, please help me. I, I, I'm I, not doing this on purpose. I swear I'm not doing this on purpose. I know you aren't, Jacob. Just, just, just let go of the knife and everything will be okay. He starts uh, pressing the knife against Carlisle's neck. He, he, he told me if I, if I saw you, I had to kill him. I don't want to do it. Please, Bradley. I want to throw my baseball bat at Jacob. <laughs> the metal one? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be a... A wild move is what that's going to be. That, yeah. I don't... I don't know what skill that is. It's either Throwing a, shooting, it or, shooting or fighting. Shoot, shoot, shoot it with your gun I'm gonna arms. Shoot it yeah. with my gun arms and my biceps. <laughs> that is a uh, a one after all of that. All right, um, you you throw it, uh, you throw it real good, and um, you actually hit the arm that is holding the knife, 
and it um, it breaks contact with Carlisle. Carlisle is then going to very swiftly um, move behind Jacob, uh, hit him in the forearm, knock the knife out of his hand, and uh, pin his arms behind his his hand his hands behind his back. Like, get him inside. Get him inside. And I I run to like help them shut the door. All right, you guys shut the door. Um, Jacob seems to snap out of it a little bit, and he says, "Bradley, I'm, s- I'm so sorry. I, I swear, I would never do that on purpose." And then he looks up at Doctor Cullen, and he says, "Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I swear, I would never do something like that on purpose." It's okay. It's okay, Jacob. It's okay. We know. It's been a weird day. All right. Um, Carlisle is going. Carlisle has a very grave look on his face. He has just been face-to-face with death for the first time in in a long, long time. And he looks down at the knife at his feet, and then he says, Bradley, let's take the boy into the back. We have to figure out what to do about this. Yeah, that's that's a thing we should do. All right, you guys go back into the back room and uh, explain what happened to everyone. Now you have a Jacob in your party. (laughs) We have a Jacob. All right, Carlisle says, is this everyone now? (laughs) There was a a non-binary reporter. Uh, but they were only in one episode, so I think we're okay. All right, perfect. So they're probably not going to come back to haunt us then. He chuckles and then looks around <laughs> suspiciously. <laughs> At that moment, Courtney... No, I'm just kidding. He doesn't. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to leave Courtney. While this is, this is going on, I want to be uh, tending to Jacob's arm that I hit with a baseball bat. Aw, that's very sweet. He looks up at you and and smiles sweetly. I have no idea what's going on right now, Bradley, but I'm so glad you're here. You know what? It's just a bad dream. Yeah, okay. I'll accept that. It's probably better than what's actually happening. You know what? You're probably right. And I am so sorry I hit you with a baseball bat. You know what? These things happen. I I tried to kill a guy, so, you know. You get hypnotized, (laughs) you hold a knife to a guy's throat, you get hit by a baseball bat. It's just another day, right? At least we're not in school, huh? Bradley, hypnotized. No, no, it's coming back to me. He, uh, the the guy, uh, the guy who, who made me do that. Edward, his name's Edward. He said, he said he wasn't really gonna... Oh, hold on. I, I have to think about what he said. Maybe, can, can I we... just, like, read what Jacob's trying to think about? Yeah, sure. You can, yeah, give me a notice. The, that is a negative two, so <laughs> I do not notice. I noticed that Jacob is thinking real hard. Yeah, he's he's freaking <laughs> out. He, um, it seems like his his mind is also pretty cloudy. It's a lot cloudier than yours was when you... Almost uh, fell asleep. He's frantically trying to remember the events that took place before he got here, but he is really having to sort sort real hard. Carlisle comes and puts his hand on Jacob, and Jacob seems to be feeling uh, much better already. 
He took me into the woods and he said that it was my job to get Bradley out of the house. I was going to do this. I had to kill the doctor with the knife and then and then take Bradley outside where he would be. I think he's outside. I think he's waiting for you, Bradley. He's outside? Yeah, that's that's where he said he would be. He said he would be waiting right outside as soon as Bradley came out. I I think he was expecting me to... I don't know. He might not have even expected me to win, but... This might be a trap, Bradley. I don't know. Well, you know what? The only good trap is a sprung trap. And I go and eyeball that knife really hard. No. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, Charlie. We've, we've got to make this thing end. We, we, fight, we fight his trap with our own trap. Okay. I, I think I'm done trying to handcuff you to radiators to get you to do what I want. And it looks like... It looks like you've got a bigger family than I thought you did. I'm, I'm going to trust you. Thanks, Dad. Carlisle nods slowly and says, All right, are we all just going to walk out that front door? No, I'm going to walk out that front door. You two are going to walk out the back door. Bradley, I believe in you, son. You can do this. You're so strong, mentally and physically. I know that no matter what happens, you're going to be okay. And he puts his hand on your shoulder and you feel a little bit better. And then he looks at Estella and he says, Estella, you are the light of my life. You are the reason that I keep going. I love you so much. We're going to be okay. I, I, I love you too. Carlisle's eyes light up and he nods at you and then he looks over at Charlie and says, Charlie, do you want to stay in here with Madge? I think now <laughs> Charlie is like, I'm just going to get in the way if I if I go anywhere. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to I'm going to uh, keep my hand on my revolver and stay in this room. All right, team, let's go. We got your back, Bradley. I, I want to pick up the knife and I want to I want to kind of tuck it in somewhere. All right, so um, Carlisle and Estella head toward the back of the house to go out the back door. Bradley, I stroll through the front door. All right, you stroll through the front door and just a few yards in front of you in the driveway, smiling at you, is Edward Finch. And he says, oh, Bradley, 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 this has been a fun day, huh? Gosh, we're just playing this cute little game of cat and mouse. Now it's finally going to end. You know, Finch, I'm really tired of your bullshit.
Oh, didn't see you there. Welcome to the break. Have some brandy or some um, scotch. It's a little early for that, don't you think? What? It's after seven. Man, I am like most of the way finished with a glass of vodka here, so. Oh, wow. Well, I, I am drinking some zombie mixed with a Sierra Mist cranberry, there you go. which is really, really good. Nice. Well, we do have a lot to talk about in this break, so maybe we should, yeah. <laughs> Cut back on the sauce. Yeah, well, anyway, hope you guys are enjoying the finale of Twilight. Yay, finale of Twilight, thank God, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I don't know where this will be in the episode, but oh man, how about that thing that just yeah, happened? Yeah, ooh. I got so scared, I peed myself. A little pee coming out. Since this is the out. finale... um. We, we need to do our final thank you to the Wolves of Chernobyl. Oh, my God. Thank I you, love Wolves. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Yeah, it was very good. Ow. Please, please, please buy me. <laughs> <laughs> if the Wolves of Chernobyl, wouldn't they be like, or something? Oh, I don't know. Uh, um, too soon. I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was in the 80s, so. No, it was way before that, wasn't it? It was in the 60s. Buy their album. Yeah, do I'm that. Gonna, I'm going to cut out me not knowing... Just guessing when Chernobyl happened. Okay, now look, <laughs> if anyway. you left my stuff in the last ad break that I specifically <laughs> asked to be cut out, then no, the fuck you do not. Anyway, please please buy their album, uh, Eschatologies. Eschatologies, um, I can say it even. It's uh, e- I guess I should spell it. It's E-S-C-H-A-T-ologies. Yes. <laughs> we'll just put, we'll make it the title of this this last episode. No, it's called finale. <laughs> but it's in the it's finale. in the sh- it's in the show notes. So it is in the show notes. We want to thank so. other people too, right, guys? Thank you to Eddie Jensen, artist for the webcomic Grapple Seed, who technically made us our first fan Man, art. Thank you, Eddie. I loved it. <laughs> so Eddie gets the uh, real life weekend experience bonus. So That's right. Good job, Eddie. Yeah, all of you, all of you others uh, missed out. We're sorry. Yeah, but if you're in you're his party, I now. think you also get it. No, no, he doesn't just, have the XP him. share on. You're right. Okay. Uh, Keller, uh, they go by uh, Z- Zil- Zilimbia on Twitter. Like, God, pronouncing Twitter handles is a losing game every time. But um, uh, thank you to them. I would like to thank the Dice Tower Theater podcast. I would like to thank Fran Sweeney of the Land Above podcast. For being my and best Kim. friend in the world. And Kim from Chaotic and Fitness Kim Podcast Chaotic- for also no, being my Kim's best friend my in the world. Friend. No, back <laughs> <laughs> Both of they are on. Well, the- both of those are part of the Nerdsmith Network, which has lots of good podcasts and streams. And on that note, we are nearing the end of Nerdsmith Nerdsgiving Charity Drive uh, for Half Their International. It will end on Friday on the 15th. It will end on November 15th. If that's not Friday, I'm sorry. But I'm pretty sure I'm right about that. You are. Good job. I checked. Hey guys, listen up. We have a big announcement. Patreon! We have a Patreon! Maybe a little showmanship next time, Jensi, but okay, fine. We'll just rush into the announcement. Hey everyone, here's a little announcement. We have a Patreon. A Patreon. Yay! Give us your money and we'll give you stuff in return. Is that how Patreon works? (laughs) I mean, technically it's supposed to be their patrons but uh patrons and we thank the them and we thank you graciously for we, being we patrons thank you of, with warm but hugs sometimes and we wet give kisses. you yes warm hugs and white kisses yeah sometimes but yeah if you just look us up uh on patreon roleplay recon on patreon you'll find us um you'll find a few tiers uh i won't get into what the tiers are here um 
What a way to start off the Thanksgiving season by thanking us for the things that we do for your ears. Thank you for thanking us. Thank us for thanking you. You're just doing Bob's Burgers. That's just Bob's Burgers. It's not even a real joke. Thank you. Thank you for being a friend. Thank you for listening to my podcast. It's in your ears. If you talk about us on uh, Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, you'll get a shout out too, like we did those other people. The next episode uh, will be our roleplay rehash. Um, That's right. Send in them rehashes. We're going to be recording that in about a week from now. Not One Maybe week. not exactly. Oh, no, it may not be exactly a week, but Timer's that's about how down. long you have it's to get them in. So get them in. Get them in now. Uh, sooner rather than later, because you'll forget. <laughs> rather rather than um, sooner. So that episode will go up on November 27th, but we'll record it before then. So don't wait until November 27th to send in your suggestions. Um, That's all I got. Do you guys got anything else? Nope. I do. What is it? <laughs> not. <laughs> all right. Thanks, anyway, bye. back to the episode. Bye. Enjoy. Kisses. Finch is going to lunge at you. Roll athletics. I got a, I got a two. Well, he also rolled a two. So um, he lunges at you, and you just barely uh, dodge the 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 brunt of it. But he still he still manages to um, to hit you, and it it knocks you back a I little bit. I figure I'm not trying to dodge so much. I'm just trying to gather his attention on me away from the Cullens. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, you try and make things a little bit interesting. Try and keep his attention on you. Um, he's he's clearly having a, a lot of fun right now. He's going to um, roll physique. Uh, while this is going on, Estella, you and... Carlisle are pretty fast. Uh, go ahead and roll me a physique roll. There I get go. a four. There we go. So you guys uh, come around and you are very quickly running in slow motion. <laughs> and <laughs> while Edward uh, is focused on Bradley, you guys come for on either side of him. Uh, what would you like to do? I do I have a lighter? Is a lighter something you would normally carry? It seems like something Estella would carry. I think so. You a yeah. smoker? I'm a smoker. No, she's just a bad girl. I'm such a troubled child. I'm a smoker. I just want to just like kind of just monkey punch him. Just like out of like kind of like jump up and just wham right on his face Monkey roll punch. fight here we go three mm, all right uh you catch him off guard you punch him in the face he yeah he takes a hit he takes a good hit carla rip his throat out what a way to to have the blade break out
figured, and I didn't make this explicit, that like you and Carlisle would like grab him and hold him, and then I would like stab him with the silver knife. Alright. Um Estella, you deck him in the face. Uh Carlisle is going to try and grapple him. And he does. He grabs him and um, holds his arms to his side. Finch starts freaking out. Uh, This is cheating. You can't let your little friends interfere in this, Bradley. I thought this was just going to be the two of us. It is just the two of us, Finch. And I pull out the silver knife. And now it's just going to be the one of us. And I plunge that knife in him. His, uh, his knees start buckling underneath him. He looks up at, at Carlisle, who has got his hands tied behind his back, and, and then he looks over at Estella, who is, um, who's just decked him in the face, and he says, you two are not going to win again. He falls to the ground, lifeless. Today, and what a fool to think that this was ever finished, ever complete. When you believe it's finally. Is it over? No, we have to burn him. Carlisle nods and says, yeah, no, we have to burn him. He's out for now, but we've got to make sure this ends forever. Snap his neck. Yeah, Carlisle rips his head off. Oh yeah. Oh like. Bradley was not prepared for that and he goes and, and, and barfs in the he, bush. He, oh Bradley, I'm so sorry. Uh just just go, guys. Just go. I mean, Bradley I, I and just Charlie, stabbed a dude in the away. chest with a knife. You'd think I'd be prepared for something like that, but nope. Fine. Nope. It's fine. Okay. Just took his head right off. I just off need there. to find some sticks and then get my lighter. I light it. Estella st- is so psyched for burning this <laughs> yes! body. Yes, barbecue. So psyched. It's literally her burning man. What? Yeah, yeah. It is. What? What time is it that we're doing this on their front lawn? Chintzy, is it? Is it? Chintzy, is it? Is it what? What time of day is it, Chintzy? Is it? Is it? It, it, it is twilight. It's ah! It is twilight. I would like to point out that I did call that shot like four weeks ago. Estella gleefully lights this fire. Yeah, motherfucker. Bradley and um, the goes inside and I guess lets everyone know. Maybe Bradley is probably very turned off of Estella right now because she's just like, ah, you know, Bra- yeah. Bradley probably didn't even see it because. Head, head removal, and he's like, I'm just gonna go tell the guys. Bye! Bye. Alright, Brad- Bradley goes inside, Estella dances around the fire as Carlisle Pretty much. starts tossing body parts onto the, body the, parts. the, the pyre. 
How many? He's got to rip him up into pieces. You know. I'm glad that Bradley you left. You don't, you don't well, you're that. keeping this scene, huh? <laughs> you know, it's it's a fun scene. It's a fun scene. <laughs> it's a good, Look how happy lighthearted, Haley is. hilarious scene. It's, it's lovely. It's, it's fun. Nice. It's fun. It's nice. All right. Uh, after a few minutes, um, Carlisle and a very gleeful Estella go into the house, into the back room, and and see you all hanging out in there. Um, how's Madge doing? Uh, Madge is still not looking great. Um, she's looking a little bit more calm now. Um, she's starting to have some kind of, I guess, sentience, but still looking a little wild. Still looking pretty wild. Carlisle looks at Madge and, and, and goes over and puts his hands on her, and she starts calming down even more. And Carlisle looks up at you, Charlie, and says, it, it might take a little while before she's before she's back to being Madge. I... So is Jacob still here hearing all this? Yeah, Jacob's still here, and he's just kind of sitting over there just like, ah, I don't know what's going on, you guys, please help me. I want to be like, I, I probably ought to take uh, Jacob home. I don't have my car. Uh, I mean, we have six cars. I, <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could borrow one. Carlisle uh, looks up and tosses you the... The mini keys. I'm like, really a mini? How does Jacob feel about a mini? Jacob doesn't care right now. <laughs> Jacob's just like, oh, whatever. <laughs> Everything's fine. But for the record, everyone loves minis because they are the best cars anyway. Continue. Disagree. All right, let's take this 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 uh, quote unquote automobile and. Uh, and I will drive this boy home. Alright, cool. Anything interesting happen? You know, I, I think he's just so out of it. And I've had a long day. Um, I just want to s- see him inside and tell him that maybe I'll see him at the coffee shop sometime. to fast forward six months from now. It is the springtime and um, you guys are all, all of you at the Cullen's house. You're all sitting on the back patio enjoying some some iced tea. Which because it's in the northwest I don't know how to do. We're probably having lemonade. No, no, I mean they ha- they have sweet tea. It's just wrong <laughs> they they make it cold and then they put sugar in it like heathens 
Alright, you're all sitting around sipping tea. The the vampires aren't so much sipping tea, they're just kind of hanging out. In the party, we have got Carlisle, who is smiling warmly at everyone, as he usually does. Estella, who's doing just fine. Bradley and Charlie, who are also doing great as humans. And we have got a Madge present. And she is sitting next to... Charlie with her fingers interlaced with what his. Uh, oh. Uh, correct. That is what is happening. They're, it's embarrassing to be around them. It is very difficult to stay away from Madge at this point, Charlie. She's um she she definitely has cast quite the spell on you. Ooh, what's Madge's uh vampire power? Madge has not hit her vampire puberty yet, but she is she is still a vampire, so she still has that irresistible vampire smell slash beauty slash charm. She wears a lot of black now. I I want to say that at Bradley, uh, walks over to you, tea in hand, and uh, maybe 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 you know grabs your hand a little bit. But you guys are taking it slow. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. We oh are yeah, we're PG. PG. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a little PG thirteen on the weekends. Bradley, what are you thinking about? Uh, I want to walk over to Estella and uh, take her hand in mine, give her a little wink, and say, "You know what? I'm really glad I moved to Forks after all." And the sun goes down on Forks, Washington. In the time it took to tell you this, I could have told you more with my hands and lips. How much time have we wasted? Cause I'm small enough to fit in your pocket. Am I small enough to fit in your pocket? Small enough to fit in your pocket now. Small enough to fit in your pocket Am I small enough to fit in your pocket Small enough to fit in your pocket now In other news, reports of a missing child in the town of Hillcrest. There have been varying accounts of what may have happened to 12-year-old boy Jack Fern. One report claims that the boy may have been attacked by an alligator. This story comes from... There's been another batch squat signing in Hillcrest. I'm telling you folks, something weird is going on in that town. I'm going to get to the bottom of it. Dungeons Deep RPGs presents an actual play podcast of the Kids on Bikes tabletop role-playing game. In the sleepy town of Hillcrest, a string of child disappearances brings together a group of kids into an unlikely friendship and leads them on a perilous investigation into the unknown that none of them will soon forget. You can listen on your favorite podcatcher by searching for Dungeons Deep RPGs. May your dice be blessed, and we'll see you soon.